Roll sound, Scotty. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Podcast with Scott, with Liam, with Paul, taking the piss. That's <laughs> never. Good evening, Scott. Good to see you both again. How are we? I'm wonderful, Scott. Yes. How are you? It's <laughs> a great radio voice you've got there. <laughs> yeah, a radio voice no one fucking listen to. This is another thing where we record three episodes in a night. I start off all fairly professional. I, I have that that radio voice. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone, isn't it, by episode three? Yeah. I think you pointed out, Paul, didn't you? I was absolutely shit-faced on one you listened to. Yes. And it wasn't the Crow um, episode, which is... No, but really... it was definitely the third episode of the night, and you were slurring. <laughs> <laughs> and that's with me editing as well, getting the worst bits out. <laughs> There's no filter on audacity for, like, anti-slur. Yeah. <laughs> they should, you know, have something that literally goes, yeah. oh, drunk mode. Yeah. And starts, like... <laughs> make the sound anything. normal. Yes. <laughs> Some reverb on it. Oh, I need to talk to you guys about movie roulette. Are we enjoying it so far? Bearing in mind what we're going to be talking about in this next movie, I know you've got some real serious issues with the next movie. Um, but as a concept, uh, <laughs> in one, <laughs> I would say it's a good concept. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally. I don't know that we should do it every time. Okay. I think if we introduced it into like one in three sort of, of the choices, like as in we do two lots of recording, three episodes yeah. normally, and then throw in the movie roulette mix up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if we're going to go movie roulette every time, mm-hmm. I think we might grow to dislike it okay. more. Well, I'm going to suggest then we do one more round of it. Yeah, um, me and Paul were saying before, just, I think, yeah, like Paul said, if we was doing, picking three films and we done one movie roulette, mm-hmm. would be good. I think it was this week that done it for me. I mean, not that I disliked three at all. No. Um, far from it. Yeah. It just, I, I, I don't personally want to get to the point that I'm watching for example, if we done movie roulette and it picked up three films by ridiculously acclaimed mm. directors, and we had seen what three films, it's going to be a very negative feeling yeah. for me to sit here and say, "I, I, I don't want to not like films." Yeah, yeah and you don't want to be you don't want to be forced to watch something yeah. you're not yeah. going to enjoy. I, I want to. I enjoy watching the films. I thoroughly enjoy recording the podcast. Yeah, and I don't want to get to the stage where I'm like, Do you know what? I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to do this. I, I, lo- I love the idea of it because it is throwing up films that I wouldn't normally watch. One of the ones that 
or two of the ones that we're going to be doing, I'd never seen before or heard of. But um, and I like that. But it threw up one particular uh, sticking point, hasn't it? Yeah, all three of us, I think. Yeah, three of us. Yeah, for all three of us, and it was surprising considering you know the esteem that this particular director is held in. And it's tonight's movie. It's going to be thrown to blood. Let's get this out of the way before we do the review. Um, for anybody out there expecting a critical, highbrow, well sort of erudite review of the movie tonight, you're listening. You're listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say that we're not movie critics. Well, we, we never claim to be ordinary people. Watching films Ooh, like this mentioned. one <laughs> for the first time, yeah, we're not going to be sycophantic about it and say we like it because you know society says we should like it. And sycophantic yeah. is a fucking great word. <laughs> oh, he won't even know what that means by the third episode. <laughs> it, probably, it probably doesn't fit. Actually, I'm going to have to look it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's going. Do you think that's right? <laughs> sure or, it no, it's symphonia. I'm not too Fair sure. Way, I'm throwing that yeah. incredible word on Scrabble. In. You, you two had a bet today to die, you know, you know, when you're throwing the random yeah, words. Yeah, we literally didn't come words, like, oh, I've used mine. The. Or was it a spatula? You know, sort of yeah. really random. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were talking before we turned the mics on. You guys were really surprised that when we talk about this movie, my reaction is going to be what it was to this yeah, film. Yeah, I've, I've even got a text between me and Paul because we was both just like, we don't want like you to feel <clears throat> that we just don't like films like that way. And that's like I said, that's like I don't want Scott to think oh, we just don't like how he's doing things mm. because it it was the first time since Mildred Pierce. Mm. See, it's yeah. happened before. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but, but like, oh, yeah, I mean, Mildred Pierce, I know, was a choice. And like you even said, it was probably not the best choice to start people on film. It was a it was a me and Charlie movie that yeah. we were going to review. Charlie wasn't available that night. Yeah, and I'd already sort of pre-advertised it, yeah. so I had to go through with that yeah. particular review. But I think what you've done with that is like you said, for us two, it wasn't the best film noir to start with. No, certainly not. And you could find yeah. it which is great. We we watched it. Mm. We didn't like it, and it's now become the. Lowest of Mildred Pisco, <laughs> but it is up to date. Up to date, yeah. Today, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, no. I still think it's maybe Mildred oh. is still wrong, but <clears throat> it's. I think it's the sort of thing where you, the worry for me would be if we ended up watching three films of, if it turned around and we got ruled out, and it was Mildred Pierce, another Kira Kurosawa, mm. and Greece too. It's. Shall I tell you what? Shall we throw in like a? Um, like a Joker or a wild card sort of thing. If you get a movie roulette, you've got the chance to say, "Can I bail out? Can I have another spin or yeah. something?" Yeah. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. But only once. We give you yeah. one option, and then you can choose between the two that have been yeah. thrown at you. But also, I think you two are quite surprised that I'm not precious about movies if I don't like them. No, no. Um, that's what we were concerned about. That I was going to gush yeah. over this film just because yeah. it's Akira Kurosawa. It's, I it think it's more because where you love your classic films. Doesn't mean I like everything. No. And that, that was more my concern. Yeah. Um, was just that I didn't want to. Not that I'm going to sit and slag off a film, mm. like just for the sake of it. But I, I watched this through. I skipped a few bits, but it's just I didn't want you to think he's not even trying. And that's what I thought. 
because that, that's the whole reason I, like, I do this is that I do love films yeah I mean I don't watch TV I only watch films and friends <laughs> lots because <laughs> I don't have to worry about this on Netflix I'm just like background noise I'm not going to be able to put a, a trailer on the on the show because it's going to be in Japanese so we'll go straight into it without taking our usual you know little couple of minute break I could have done a trailer for you but it would you could do but it'd be really fans. insulting <laughs> yeah. to yeah to our Japanese listeners it'll be raising laces <laughs> And again, apologies to <laughs> Japanese listeners. At least I said I wouldn't do a trailer because it would be offensive. He goes out right and be offensive. I love Japan, and I'd love to actually go to Japan. It's on my bucket list. Perhaps this might develop into something completely different by the end of this particular episode. But I, I said to you guys when we were sitting, you know, before we turned on the mics here, just because somebody says. Oh, you're going to love an Akira. Akira Kurosawa, one of the most acclaimed directors ever in the world. You see that quite often. You know, he's in top 10 lists, top 100 lists, all across the board. Doesn't mean to say that you're going to like him, I'm going to like him, Liam's going to like him, whatever. And I said to you, it's a bit like the old concept of the Emperor's New Clothes. Mm. That sometimes people get sucked in so much that they think they've been told they've got to like a particular genre, a particular movie, a particular director... They're frightened to speak up. I genuinely think when you said when you say no, mm. I hundred percent believe in that mm. because it's like I said. <clears throat> and again, if, if we're on the subject of not following suit, is that I'm not a huge fan of Godfather films. Yeah, at all. yeah you're quite vocal about that yeah, sometimes. And as well. <laughs> they might be critically acclaimed, and people might love them. People go, "You're a fucking idiot. You're wrong." It's yes, you're entitled to your opinions, but you're not entitled to your own facts. It's that if I don't like it, I'm not going to turn. I'm more of the person that will go, I'm not going to enjoy this so much. I'd rather be surprised and enjoy it. Yeah. Like, if, if I could have watched the Kira Kurosawa films and gone, fucking actually, this is great, mm. then fair play. But the fact that everyone said he's critically acclaimed, he's amazing, I'm like, who says this? And are, yeah. these, like, are these people now going, oh, I've got it because I'm cool and trendy. Like, I get this if you are, and I said this to Paul and I think of mine, if you're studying... Um, cinematography of films at university, you have to look at certain points so I could see why people would love that there. Yes. But if you are just someone that loves films and you can genuinely say, and by love films, I mean like you love just watching them, not you yeah, love the, to break the, the, them the narrative down. of a film yeah. rather than break down the cinematography. Yeah. And uh, If yeah. that, then you do not. You are following suit of someone else that said it before them and before that person and all the way back. You do not. There, there is no... I just cannot see how someone can turn around and go, do you know what? I would say that Akira Kurosawa is a better director than any modern day one. Mm. They, they would be lying to make themselves look like they're edgy. We're not saying that the film didn't look good. No, no. It, the it film, there were some impressive set pieces in this movie. Have you guys seen any Kira Kurosawa movies before? No. Not even Seven Samurai. No, the but you're aware of it, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I've seen clips of Seven Samurai. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I've seen Akira. We yeah, you you just run her, but <laughs> had no Kurosawa at the end of it. I struggled with this, which surprised you too when I told you. I mean, I, I like Seven Samurai. I like Akira, which is another one of his, and I like um, Yojimbo, the bodyguard. You know, certain, which is great. You know, three out of his whole canon of how many movies he's done, I don't know. But this one didn't work for me. And do you know what? As you said, Liam, I skimmed through a little bit of it as well. Yeah. 
I, I Paul's looking at. I'm sorry. Paul is just looking as if like he's got this face. He's got the Paul face at the moment. It's like he wants to say something, but he really doesn't want to contribute because it's like I've got nothing positive to say. Did you really hate it that much? I got to fifty-five minutes and I couldn't take any more. Right. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> During this, Paul was actually taken for torture, <laughs> and he could not take it. He gave up all of our secret intel in England <laughs> because they forced him to watch fifty-five minutes of this film. Uh, was it that bad, mate? Was it that bad for you? Just the start of some child on a recorder. It's a Japanese instrument. Like, may have been whilst <laughs> we had four minutes of chanting and fog on some moors. It's just like... I don't think they're moors in yeah. Japan. They're just hills. Well, are they? Yeah. Mm. But it's just like... what You could tell it was a pretentious director just from that. Is it pretentious? Yes. Okay. I I think you firmly so. believe, My opinion. You firmly believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that because that's actually the quickest pause answer. Yeah. Yeah. When you say something like, is it pretentious? People are like, well, do you know what? Well, Maybe well, I could get... Well, well, yes! <laughs> I hated this film, he says, yeah, with a passion. It's <laughs> I, I was incredibly disappointed because, as I said before, when um, I love a lot to do with like, samurais and things like that, oh. I love Japanese philosophy. <clears throat> Always have done since I was like mid-teens. But this is, it just, it dragged. And the action scenes, fine. They look good. And the ending, like, great, but... I just, there's this parts of it that just felt like it went on for a good three hours when really it was four minutes of a film. And it was only about 90 minutes long anyway, wasn't it, or something, uh, wasn't yeah, it? Just, yeah, about hour 45. Yeah, hour 45. wasn't a long Kurosawa movie. As Liam said, every scene could have been halved. The bit that got me, right. Now, you know this is based on Macbeth. Apparently, no, we didn't. You didn't. <laughs> Have you read Macbeth? Do you know the nope. story of Macbeth at all? I know. It's a I Scottish do. play. The Scottish play, yes. I had to read it at school. Right. <clears throat> so did you see any of the the similarities? The, see, Liam didn't see it. I went in knowing that it was a version of Macbeth. Mm. The bit that got me, the, the, the difficulty with Shakespeare being... So adept. is that why, like, the ghosty sort of man? Yeah, because he's the ghost of Banquo, isn't it? Or the yeah, ghost of Duncan, or whatever it is. Makes sense but the, the now, bit at the beginning, yeah. the ghosty man at the beginning, spinning his, his thing, was the representation of the three witches. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah, oh. well, now you say that, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. But even that bit, that went on. Didn't it? How on? How long do you have to sit this to? God, ah, da, 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 I'm going to play a clip of that now. <laughs> Right, now that, even I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to, at this point, I'm not going to like yeah. this. Yeah. I got it in my head straight away because I like Seven, oh, I love Seven Samurai. There's something, okay, it's, it's an Eastern adaptation of one of the West's greatest playwrights, yeah. widely regarded. Yeah, it might not be your favourite, Paul, might not be your favourite, Liam, or whatever, but, you know, there's that general conception that yeah, Shakespeare's the greatest. Yeah. And the thing with Shakespeare, the thing that people appreciate a lot about Shakespeare is the poetry in 
Yeah. The words. Mm. You love Romeo and Juliet, particularly oh, the yeah, Baz yeah. Luhrmann version. Yeah. We oh, know yeah. that, right? So when you watch an English version of a Shakespeare play, you're not necessarily watching an action film on stage. It's the language and it's the you, prose you, you and the way you feel yeah. it. Yeah, and, right. and it's the way that sentences and you know things are constructed verbally. Yeah. When you're watching a foreign language version with subtitles, you're not going to get that straight away. No. Yeah, because how can you get the feeling when you're actually, immediately say, yeah. saying that from the translations? I did actually think because it, it was all very wordy. Was it poetic? You, from, well, from no, this? but it was actually almost Shakespearean in the words right. that they were using. So perhaps in that the was what they were trying to do, but a certain element that w- would have been lost mm. if you're listening to say, I don't know, Benedict Cumberbatch's Macbeth, you know, rattling yeah. off. You know, when shall we three meet again, sisters, the witches, and all that sort of stuff. But obviously, it's also been adapted for like feudal Japan and the samurai yeah. era. It didn't work for me. I don't want to slag it off, but I didn't enjoy it. I yeah, really no, didn't get into it. I don't think you're getting an argument from either of Either of you two. No, that's fine. And I but fully understand. I, don't wanna, I wouldn't <clears throat> slag off the film because, uh, as I was saying earlier, is that. It's for the Japanese market and the um, East Asian market. Yet they, that's history and it's how they're seeing it. And brilliant how yeah. samurais were and Romans and stuff. It is. Mm. It's amazing that sort of history of it. But for the rest of the world, I, I would say, in my personal opinion, and as everyone knows, opinions like our soldiers all got that if you can turn around and say this film is great. You're pretentious. Are you really going to that level that people that like this movie are pretentious? pretentious. Yeah. Because that's like saying you enjoy eating frog's legs over chicken drumsticks. (laughs) Stop being pretentious and be honest with yourself. Just because people have told you this is how you should like it because he's won a Walton. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're right. It's, as we've sat here and said before, our top five, top ten movies that can change all the time. Yes. And nothing like the other one of us. That's, that's just three people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what if five million people turn around and go, well, we liked it. Well, seven million probably didn't, but you didn't ask them. Yeah. yeah. It, and I just think you cannot sit there and say, and I would like to meet someone that can turn around and say, they're not pretentious liking it. Because I'd like to ask them why. <laughs> How are they not? Because what did they like about it? Compared to many yeah. films that they can say are critically acclaimed that have won loads of awards that the whole world loves. How can this film compare to... How can this compare to a... I'm just going to say it's 1957, so like a 50s Hitchcock or something like that. Yeah, like Psycho or something like that. Which was three years later, but, you know, that sort of era. Same era, yeah. Yes. Would would someone say... But then is that because it's the language thing? Well, no, because I'm fine with the language. Is it because it's the history of Shakespeare? No, I was speaking to Liam earlier Mm. and... I find it difficult when you watch a foreign film with subtitles to distinguish whether the acting is good or not. Exactly, because you're not yes. getting the dialogue. Yeah, yeah. But this was horrendously <laughs> clear that the acting was fucking awful. Well, there was shouting. There's a lot yeah. of shouting. Like the bit after the spirit, when mm. the spirit disappears mm. and they look for it, was like something off of Blooming Play School. <laughs> Like, it was here a minute ago. Yes. Where are you hiding? But then is that 
Kurosawa trying to emulate a Shakespeare play where it's very theatrical and exaggerated oh, on the stage? It, it wasn't theatrical. It was just damn Bad. right. <laughs> I, I can see. I can Awful. see that though. I can mm. see why they would. And again, <clears throat> which should be like my tagline is that I can see that for them in the fifties and then the sixties, people would go. Do you know what? That's actually a good adaptation. Adaptation of mm. Macbeth in like Japanese format with someone. Yeah. Fair play. I, I'm fine with that, and I, I love like um, I watch a lot of martial art films, yeah, and the majority of them are subtitles, so it has nothing to do with reading, has nothing to do with how they are portraying themselves. Because I've watched many films where the actor is portraying themselves amazingly, and I still have to read that. But with this, it was just other than the last few scenes where. He's getting shot with God knows how many arrows. Which was real as and, well. He was shot with those arrows. And, and they that, were real arrows. Yeah. And and it's like you can tell well, you can see that if you're gonna be shot most arrows back, especially back then, they weren't the sort of like they are now, they could go straight through your entire body. Mm. And it's how he was playing that out, it's like he's it's like them sort of films where you see like they've been shot God knows how many times, but they're still trying to get back. Yeah. He's doing that and it's like the old that I'm like, do you know what this is this part's good. But well, they could have taken away the last hour and 20 minutes and done a short film and I would have gone, do you know what, I can I can say this is worthy of being critically acclaimed. Yeah. But uh, I struggle to see why people, to genuine people, not university educated film buffs. Every day, just, every day film goers. Yeah. yeah. If you go to cinema and you've got cinema pass, you love films, you're not going to watch a film because someone's told you it's good. But that's the beauty of film, isn't it? We've all got you to just now, Liam, us three. We sit here, all three good mates. We've all got three completely different tastes in yeah. what we like in movies and music and yeah. football teams and God knows what else. But we can still sit here and have a conversation about what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. And I think we're quite adult and quite mature enough not to be sucked into that thing of like, you've got to like this because... Society tells us yeah, so. Yeah. It gets an 8.1 on IMDb. I noticed that, and I'm yeah. like, I, I looked at all that. When and I chose it, that's when I was looking at the ratings. It may be because people, you know, the, the influence of Kurosawa, it may be because of the cinematography. I don't think it was anything that we haven't seen before, we haven't no. seen done better. No. I, I could reel off God knows how many Oriental films that are better than that. <clears throat> God knows how many. Just the raid and the raid two were better better films than that. Yeah, but that's completely different, obviously. But it's oh yeah, but I mean for Oriental films, is that if they're trying to reach made the by a Welsh director, world, they were it was Welsh. <laughs> well, they still used their original tongue, their yeah own martial yeah. art moves. It was, it's it's very easy that anyone go yeah, but look at this. There is nothing in that film that I would turn around and go. Do you know what he done that so well? I can see why you love him. Mm. There's not there's. There's no yeah. way I got sucked into this film to go, I felt for this guy, I felt for that guy, I felt for this one. Yeah. Where there's plenty of films where you'll watch and you get drawn in and go, do you know, and there are some films that all of us like that are actually crap to other people. Mm -hmm. We get drawn into it. Yeah. This film had nothing that drew me in, and that's from what I can gather, any other us to go, yeah, but this bit was good because he was such a good character. He... I didn't. I can't relate to anything in that film. And if someone wants to go, well, you couldn't look Japanese. It has nothing to do with it. You can't 
the Macbeth part of it. Mm. I couldn't relate to anything there and go, yeah. I've read Macbeth when see, I was a kid. See, I, I did, studied it, and I, it's one of my favourite Shakespeare plays. I love the Roman Polanski version. I love the um, Fassbender one from a couple of years ago. Yeah. So I went in knowing this was an adaptation of Macbeth plays. So I'm thinking, oh, this would be great. Yeah. Didn't get me. I was hoping it would, and it didn't get me. Toshiro Mifune, who played the Macbeth character, you know, yeah. the lead. As Paul said, it's hard to judge whether he's a great actor or not. I know he's a great actor from the English roles that he's played and stuff. He was in Shogun. Do you remember Shogun? Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's looked very familiar to me. Yeah, he's, 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 in, he's in every Pearl Harbor movie or Japanese prisoner of war movie, you know. Um, Hell in the Pacific, you know, stuff like that. But it surprised me because I went in expecting a masterpiece. I did, just from the title, I thought. Yeah, from the blood. <laughs> Japanese film, Samurai's. This is going to be an awesome film. A critically acclaimed director, this is mm. going to be an awesome samurai film that I'm going to come out going, fuck yeah, the 50s mm. rock for that. I've just come out going, do you know what? I, I hope to God I never have to watch one of his films again. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to cause a lot of upset, I think, amongst some of our listeners. But I'm hoping it might be quite refreshing to other people that have probably been harbouring thoughts that yeah. don't yeah. want to speak up against... Uh, to all them certain people, movies, you I know. would say you don't have to like things because other people do. Yeah, yeah. I'm the primary of that. Yeah. I only last year, or was it this year? One of the last two years, I only just decided who I like between Beatles and Stones <laughs> because everyone raves about these groups. Yeah. Everyone raves about something. We've had, we literally had an argument about Queen. We had a I, raging argument, yeah. didn't we? <laughs> it turned out Scott agreed with my point after a while, but he I was drunk. drunk. I was very drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to like things just because people turn around and say, you, You've got oh, to. it's great. It's, that's the reason why we don't all support the same football team. We don't all yeah. love the exact same film. It's this podcast would be really it. shit if we all agreed on everything. Yeah. Could you imagine so, if yeah. it was like, what did you think? Oh my God, it was Oh, amazing. that was great. What about that bit? Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Do you think any of it was shit? No. And, and I said to you guys one. off air, sometimes it takes a few viewings to get a movie. I don't think 100 viewings I would get this. No. Um, but I'm saying, like I said to you earlier, the Taxi Driver, I've watched it three times, four times yeah. now. And I know it may actually click with me eventually. I don't hate the film, um, but I don't love it. I'm not at that level where it's yes. at that acclaimed level that people generally hold it at. And I think, like, and I'll, I'll stop talking to you because Paul hasn't said much. But he doesn't want to say anything. That's why he really doesn't yeah. want to comment on the film, mate. It's, it's like, for example, <laughs> I've seen, because it was just before we started recording, um, talking about um, Untouchables in iRobot. I'm not a fan of iRobot. I'm not saying it's a shit film. I just. It's probably better than this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's what I mean. It's a good film of how it's made, and it's a good film for what it is. I just, I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. But I wouldn't sit there and go, oh my God, it's ridiculous. This, or, but it was made by such and such. I would look at it and go, it wasn't for me. Mm. Maybe in, hence with the Beatles and Stones, maybe in God and Only His Time, I might look back at this film and go, fucking, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Brilliant. Because it goes by what time you watch that film, <laughs> what mood you're in when you're watching it, if it's music, listening to it, conversation, anything. Yep. It goes by that time. And I genuinely don't think there's going to be a time in my life where I will sit there and go, do you know what? I really want to watch Throne of Blood and hope that I might like it. Yeah. I, I just don't think it will. And it, we've said it's horses for courses, mate. You know, people have their own personal preferences. Yeah. We've now ruled out any Akira Kurosawa movie from your viewing future. Yep, massively. Paul, possibly any black and white movie, any subtitled movie. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind black and white. And 
I watched um, Let the Right One In and thoroughly enjoyed that. You surprised that. us with that as well, actually. Yeah, that was a did, massive yeah. surprise. That, that was one. the biggest surprise yeah. I was ever fucking done yeah. in his life. Um, I was surprised to come that go. I'm not... Pre- <laughs> I'm not prepared to go back to this at any time soon. No. If you um, do, you'll be doing it on your own. Yeah, but I can also... I can, I can see why certain people like it. But as Liam said... The majority of people, are they just saying it because society dictates that they should like Mm. this sort of thing? I I struggle to. I will happily, happily discuss if anybody on Twitter wants to discuss. We're going to upset a lot of people. I I would genuinely discuss as to why. Mm. If someone has an actual reason as to why they love this film, and I'm not talking about Akira Kurosawa in general because this is the first film I've ever watched this, but if people can turn around and say why this film in particular is great. Yeah, I don't want people... Like emailing in and saying, "Oh, well, you should watch the Seven Samurai. You yeah. should watch Akira or Yojimbo." That's not the answer. It's, no, it's just exactly. like this particular film, ladies and gents. The email address is thestinkingpaws at gmail dot com. Liam will personally read the emails out. Yeah, and provide an answer. I will. I, will. I, 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 I won't I, answer something if I don't. If I feel strongly about something, I will go into it. I'm not. I couldn't say that I hate a film. Not that hate. I can't say I don't dis... It's not hate, this. is it? It's no. not hate, but it might be hate from Paul's Yeah, it's hate from Paul. <laughs> but I, I will discuss this with any person. Yes. Because I feel strongly about it. I'd like, like to if hear... If someone could convince mm. me otherwise, fair play. Let them go. Let them go, shall we? Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gents, send in your, your emails and your thoughts defending or agreeing. There may be people that agree with what we're saying here. Yeah. Um, and I know we're going to upset a lot of people with our thoughts on this. Um, in some senses, that's actually good because why should we conform to everyone going, but you should like films that are critical. And as you said, we're not film critics. We're three no. blokes sitting here with a few beers talking about movies. Occasionally, especially with movie roulette, yeah, we're not going to like them. We are not going to like them. Mate, you've seen with two people that openly said before, if it's won an Oscar, chances are we ain't going to watch it. Yeah. yeah. And it shows again because it's people have... Ponzi people have voted. Ponzi people. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I have now watched some Oscar-winning films from last year's Oscars, and they're fucking amazing. Yeah. But again, it's maturity, the genre of film. It's personal, personal film. preference yeah. as well, mate. It is. That was Holy Blood. Take a break. We'll be back after this. And now, preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. So before we go into what we're watching next time, a movie roulette, the boys have just reminded me that we did not rate the movie. We reviewed it, but we did not rate the movie. I'm intrigued to know how this is going to go. I've got a good idea. Can you guys remind me how we went with Mildred Pierce? Oh, I think that's that was on the one to five scale, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, then he was one and a half and ones. When I, I think, think it was. Did we go that high? I think it was Mildred Pierce, which is <laughs> which is the lowest Pierce. somewhere <laughs> below the one, somewhere between minus fifty, minus. 50. <laughs> but we're on the one to ten now, aren't we? Yes, yes, so, yes. Which okay. means you can be a bit more generous with films. Yeah. Okay, and I've got a good feeling that you two are not going to be generous at all. With this. <laughs> What do you mean? What do you mean at all? Okay. Um, who wants to go first? Paul will, because he's holding his breath because he's about to... He really wants to... Re- Look, he's going red in the face. On, like, a, on a scale of one to ten, Paul, Throne of Blood by 
Akira Kurosawa, one of the most critically acclaimed directors, directors in history. <laughs> um, from, from one to ten, I would rate this below Mildred Piss. Okay. <gasps> I would. Dun, dun, dun. I would rather <laughs> watch that. Again, a dozen times than watch this film. Was it that bad for you, mate? I would rate this as a zero. I would not. You wouldn't even rate this ever. Entertain this film ever again. Because you turned it off, didn't you? Halfway through. It is. It's pretty much some Texas media in it. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was torture for me to watch this film. As we say, it was subtitled anyway, which was you know, I, I, a hurdle I for you. I didn't anyway. mind that. It was just. How long into the film did you go before you thought I'm not liking this? Three oh. seconds. Yeah. It was yeah. Was it? Was it? It was as soon as the children started on their recorders, and I thought, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then the Japanese chanting <laughs> came on. Again, so uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and the, the very it. drawn out. Mist rolling across some landscape, mm. and I thought, "Oh right, okay, he's trying to be a bit artistic." And then four and a half minutes <laughs> later, it's still going on, and I'm like, "This is just shocking." Oh. I know it was 1957, and yes, for the Japanese audience, it may have been great at that time, but for started. the worldwide audience, I don't know how. They may have loved it, mate. For the for the worldwide yeah. audience in two thousand nineteen, yeah, it's not, it's not for not for you, Paul. No. Definitely, uh, no. as you can tell, I've kept quite quiet throughout this episode we because know. I would rather have never come across <laughs> this film. <laughs> I mean, that tells what you actually think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't hold hold your punches back, <laughs> Liam. For you, mate, out of ten. I mean. I'm going to have to break this down for you, Scotty. Boy. No, go on, because this is what I like to hear. Is that, <laughs> me actually sound like proper radio. I'm going to break this down for you, Scotty. Boy. Um, in regards to the samurai action part, mm-hmm. I, I like that. In regards to it as a film, I thought it was shit. Okay. In regards to Akira Kurosawa being critically acclaimed, well done, have you ever said that? Um... Because they're lying. <clears throat> but. And it is difficult because. I would never watch it again. Okay, right. But not as much as I'd never watch Mildred Pierce again. Oh, so Mildred Pierce is still your benchmark, yeah? Mildred Pierce made me want to, like, wrap a belt around my throat and hang myself. <laughs> From the Eiffel Tower. So I would have paid to travel just to kill myself. Whereas Switch, this. Switzerland. They do that. Yeah. You know, military people that bad, I actually want to do it myself. Mm. Whereas this is the sort of film that made me want to kill myself from my own staircase. So, oh, so you're a bit closer to home. Really. I didn't want to does, pay to do it. So Doesn't that make it worse, though? But then you, no. yeah. but you did say there was a couple of issues for all oh, that weren't too that, bad. That's what I mean. Yeah. Out of 10, I'd give it a 0.5. Fucking hell, okay. I thought you were going to go above one. I was going to be very disappointed. And point five purely because of my love of Japanese art, which there was none in this film. Okay. And other than a Japanese person coming forward to speak to me about Japanese art, Mm -hmm. anyone English wants to tell me, they best show me their 
Japanese degree her credentials before they say it, <laughs> not just their pretentious bow tie. I fully understand both of your ratings. Absolutely on board with both of that. And it was exactly what I was expecting. Because, but what would you... Well, as I was watching it, I'm thinking, the boys are going to rate this low. This is... <laughs> <laughs> this is and I, I was seriously thinking this was going to be below Mildred Pierce for both of you. Which Paul has actually achieved. So now Liam can refer to Mildred Pierce as the lowest and Paul can refer to Throne of Blood. He won't, but it's easier to remember Mildred Pierce. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> You're reading my mind. <laughs> From my point of view, I went into it knowing it was a Macbeth adaptation, so I was expecting something that I was familiar with. Yeah. Because I like that story. It was the one that I did my O-level for. Seemed, you know, O-level? What were they? Yeah, like, during, during the war, they were like, you know, like, what we used to do. Is that like a GCSE, but old people? Yeah, yes. it's, yeah, it's like a GCSE, but better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a manager, you're not. <laughs> so, uh, it's the fucking O-level. <laughs> and about GCSEs. <laughs> yeah, it was English lit when I was a kid. So it's, it's a story I was familiar with. So I went in knowing the Shakespeare story. And immediately, it was different. Obviously, because of the Japanese setting, and you know, he, he tweaked it all, all throughout the movie. I've got no problem in saying I didn't like this movie at all. No problem in saying that. I mean, what I do like, I was just about to say, I'm going to try and pick out some <clears throat> bits that it does feel like you've got that. How do you say it? Um, sugar coating shit going on. <laughs> Because you, you, you've done what I've done. Yeah, it's, I've slagged yeah. it off. But then there was... Yeah. You're, you're he's trying, to, yeah. He's yeah. trying to keep <laughs> some of his reputation as, as, like a, as a movie I'll tell you what it was. It was because I recognise certain scenes, I'm thinking, oh, it's interesting the way he's adapted it for a Japanese audience. There's the thing about the blood on the hands and then wa- yeah. washing the blood off the hands. Yeah, I'm thinking, okay, that's been adapted in a Japanese way. Um, the trees moving at the end that was in the play that's all you know yeah. you know that's all authentic I don't know why I recognise that yeah trees it was the trees wasn't it as they were yeah. approaching the castle that's, that's what I thought I kept looking at like, why are the trees moving <laughs> so this is probably the lowest rating for a film that I've ever given <clears throat> because Sorry, my ratings are usually based on enjoyment how much I enjoyed a film I'm going three that's flattering Three. See, I mean, Paul said Flatman, I'm shocked. You thought that's the lowest you've ever gone. I'm my, most of mine are plus over yeah, six, aren't they? At least five over. Yeah. And if it was like, I mean, that that would translate to if it was out of five, you're looking it's at a one. One. Yeah. Mm. That's a one. This is your worst film ever. For enjoyment, yeah. yeah for enjoyment um, purposes, because it, um, as a film should be, you're supposed to. I was going like to say it upset me, but it disappointed me in the fact that I was expecting more because I like Seven That's Samurai, right. I, I like Yojimbo. And, and I'm not slagging off Akira Kurosawa at all because there's certain movies that I do like. This particular one didn't hit home. Yeah. The next time I see A Throne of Blood, it best be. Don't go there, Liam, please. <laughs> oh, see, I wasn't you sick, you sick, sick fucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tastes good. Period drama. Yeah, period yeah. drama. Yeah, Akira period drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tastes bloody good. 
So, Liam, do you want to play movie roulette? Oh, go for it, Scott. Well, let's do I'm it. ready. Spin the wheel. Okay, Liam, we've decided in the break that you could potentially have three spins of the wheel. Your first spin is number 96. A movie starring Peter Lorre. Are you aware of Peter Laurie? Peter Laurie was in Casablanca. Oh, I like Casablanca. I'm quite happy to re-review that, actually, because me and Charlie did it um, a few years ago. Please could I request a second, second spin? Second spin. Just to see. You've hit top of the shop. Five, one, three. Liam, for 513, a British movie from the 2010s. So, 2010-2019, that's a massive great genre for you there, mate. So, when was it? 2010 to 2019, yeah. A British movie. Okay. Um, Do do you want to take all three spins to have a little thing? I mean, as it's the first time, go for a third. Please, Bob. Okay. Okay. Third spin. Two, three, one. Oh, my God. A movie starring Marilyn Monroe. Liam, you've got three categories. I know what Paul would choose exactly what you would choose. Three categories. Do you want to choose the category, but not necessarily the actual film? I'm going to go with my option number two oh, for the British movies of 2010 to 2019. Do you have one in mind, or do you want to wait? <coughs> I, I'm going to review a few. Okay, and come back to us? Yes. I like this idea, because that's mm. keeping us in a yeah. bit of suspense as well. Yeah, you know where I'll be going with that one. Yeah. Yeah, some like it hot, which yeah. we have reviewed, but I'm quite happy to I, I re-review movies. Yeah. Oh, I stopped with Marilyn Manson. That's the only one I give a shit about. Jennifer Marilyn Monroe's most overhyped fucking idiot. Now look, Liam, Paul, we we've been doing this for six years. This this podcast, and generally over the six years, we've agreed, you know, and concurred on our thoughts on most movies. That they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing has been that bad apart from, you know, the famous Mildred Pierce episode. But yeah. then that was that was like a 50-50 split between us and you and yeah, Charlie. Yeah, and it's going to happen. Mm. This is the first time, I think, that we've all been disappointed for want of a better word. Mm. I think Paul was a bit more than disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what the podcast is about. Ladies and gents who are listening, we, we're not film critics. This is what we're saying. We're not going to hold the general sway of what goes on. And I'd like to hear people's thoughts on Throne of Blood that have seen it yeah. and trying to defend it. But so, in, in, in the same respect, I wouldn't want anyone that's never seen it to go out and waste two hours of their life. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just Actually, ask a quick question based on what? Yes, sir. British movies... You want me to be a bit specific? Okay. Please, because would it be 
British directors. British or made usually British. Usually made British made it. British directors, I think we might sort of squeeze in. Okay. But then that means you could have Ridley Scott doing Alien Covenant or something. Which like only not long ago I realised the fucker was English. <laughs> For years I've loved Alien! <laughs> For my whole entire being I've loved Alien! I didn't know he was English! He started off doing Hovis commercials, Liam. That's yeah, he'd done the famous. The fucking song. Well, well done on someone naming a song. But the fact that, yeah, and his whole entire family, all his kids, all directors, they're all Yeah. Yeah, and his brother. Yeah, his brother who died, made Beverly Hills Cop 2. Quite a few big films as well. Last Boy Scout, yeah. Last Scout. So, you're not going to make your decision yet. We will work out the criteria of what a British movie actually is, Liam, in the break. But now, thank you, thank you very much, guys. That was one of the most interesting episodes. Of the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll be back. See you soon, guys. Thank you. See you later. Ta-ta. The management of this theater suggests that for the greater entertainment of your friends who have not yet seen the picture, you will not divulge to anyone the secret of the ending. Astrid, I'm stepping in purple jamboree. It's worse than two cats on a fence. You dudes get lost now, you hear? Good night, ladies. Good night, sir. When you fail down, try positive thinking. That's what I told the man said. Don't wear a frown. Try positive thinking. Laugh at your troubles instead. You've got to look on the bright side. On hope so much depends. With your confidence sinking, positive thinking helps you on the way, my friend. When things look black, try. Positive thinking, treat every season as spring. No glancing back, try. Positive thinking, trust what tomorrow may bring. This crazy world that we live in will keep on spinning round. But with good, strong, positive thinking, we'll get together and life won't let us down. Oh, shut up. We enjoy it.